literal experts in sports. There is nothing they say that is wrong. They cannot be wrong. And you are wrong if you don't agree with them. Awesome. Way to make me just completely just step on my own fucking tongue. What the hell is this crap? It took 16 minutes for Rick to say pull out. Welcome in. I got a little treat for you guys. Uh, Rick's back. Haven't heard that in a while. I know. That's a a good one. It's been a while, huh? An oldie but goodie. Yeah, I'm (laughs) sorry, everybody. I really, really am. Uh, Life got in the way, and it's just been in the way. It's going to continue to be that way for a little while. Um, But we all have families. We all have responsibilities and sometimes they get in the way of what we've been doing i mean you've already seen that with take warning um of course everything is still fluid with take warning as a backup but you will still be seeing something from that in the next couple months um but for now i'm just happy to be here man and uh, get in whenever i can to have conversations today i'm not really excited to have a conversation (laughs) no but (laughs) i am happy to see you and it'll be fun to talk but at the same time i it's just been a whirlwind uh month and a half of hell in sports for me so yeah it's you know there's just been a lot just everything is playing at once like i barely have time to keep up with with uh like one sport or two sports but now we got like three four five going on plus our personal life like it's just crazy yeah hey but we're uh back-to-back softball champions let's lead <laughs> off with that huh that uh, that's a good oh man Nine and one record out of ten games, right? You get ten games every season. Nine and one record two times in a row. Should have been undefeated the first season. This season we 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 had a stinker in the middle. But yeah, man, we, we did it. We held on. Oh, and and Preston, since you missed the very last game, um, you missed out on a pitcher absolutely losing his shit for no reason at all. Went off the rocker completely. Very first at bat, I let off. And I popped I popped out um, a double. And he just absolutely lost his mind. So he's talking smack to me as I'm going to first. And Justin, our, our one of our big bombers, he's right behind me, right? He, he's bad second. He steps into the box like, all right, dude, this guy's going to keep talking. I hadn't even touched first yet. And homie's throwing pitches because he's mad. Throws his first pitch, and Justin just creams it to the freeway, like out of the park hard. And amazing. So this guy, like, lost his mind the rest of the night. Like, by the end. He was walking all of us. <laughs> just, he would just walk us. He wouldn't. He's just walking you. Yeah, the rest of the team, his team, looked so sad and defeated. And all I kept thinking is like, dude, just tell him to not pitch. Like, kick him off the mound because yeah. he's just he's John. You know, like everybody that came up, he's he's talking smack to. Um, every time we get on base, he's talking smack. We started swinging at the stuff because we figured out what he was doing to throw a ball and. Uh, we just step way inside, you know, like real, real short and just start smacking him. And he was getting mad at that. And we, you know, the team came over that their team came over and apologized after the game. Cause it was just unsportsmanlike, but you missed it. It was so good. And we still came out with our championship. So yeah. That, I mean, if, if you were going to say that we were having issues with a pitcher, I would have thought it was my uncle cause he gets <laughs> like that. But, but no, that, that guy's consistently has been a problem. Like yeah. that's it's the bald guy, right? That we talked about. Yeah, ne- I've never seen even even when he's been a problem, he's never been like this. This was literally an eight year old throwing a temper tantrum for seventy five minutes. It well, was I, it was just interesting that he he yells at his own team. Like we've seen that. Like that. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not. If you want them to perform for you, you can't yell at them. I mean, what the hell is well, that? I mean, and, and the thing is, we're all grown men, and we're really there just to hang out with our buddies a couple hours, and you know, a week. It's not. This isn't anything crazy. We're not on a club team, and we're all too old to be in some kind of real competition. So chill. Like, we're just here to have a good time and crack some balls. If you lose, you lose. So what? We were there for eight years before we started winning all the time. Oh, I know. And then so, what, what's cool is that we've won co-ed, and we've won these two with the men's. And Yeah, we're a on goal. a string. Three championships in a row, so we're doing good with the co-ed leading us off. It was It was nice. So, yeah, congratulations to us, huh? Woot, woot. And to Ryan, who's not here. I know he's busy. <laughs> that was oh, fun. I, I guess in Art, too, because Art was on that team, I think, and then he got hurt, right? Yeah, he was on for about a half a season, a couple seasons ago. Um, but he got hurt and hasn't been able to play. And he was there during our really shitty years in the very first uh, first couple seasons, too. 
Well, but, speaking of really shitty year, why don't we uh, get into some football right off the bat? <sighs> All right, I guess. I know. Let's I have, go. Let's peel the Band-Aid off. Let's talk. Come on, Rick. We're, right. we're going to be... We're going to be your therapist. (laughs) Then let's talk about it. I didn't want to. The Los Angeles Rams are not defending their title. That Super Bowl championship, that Lombardi trophy, the way that I expect champions to. We made too many changes in the offseason. We had too many injuries early. And now we can't even beat a 60-year-old divorced dad who can barely get up in the morning. What happened to my life, Preston? What happened? I mean, come on. You're only three and five. We're three and five, Preston. Now, luckily, we do have a terrible division this year. I don't know what happened, but NFC West is... Geno Smith is the best thing that's happening (laughs) to the (laughs) NFC West. When you say stuff like that, I mean, that's like Baker Mayfield should be in the Pro Bowl. I mean, you don't say those things. Or when you nope. when you trade Russell Wilson and you traded him away and you got back the best quarterback of the deal. Like, how insane is that? Well, now that we've learned so much about Russell Wilson, I am going to keep the sad music playing because I'm still very sad. We're doing this right after the Rams lost in the last 13 seconds of the game. So it hurts. And I know you're super happy and chipper right now because you're second in your division. You guys are looking <laughs> really good. Um, everything's going great. And Zeke's not there to ruin it for you. So I actually, I like Zeke there. I think I think that he takes some of the pressure off Pollard. And he, Pollard has definitely got more pop, I would say. Like more, you know, like zip or whatever. Um, and he, he makes the long runs. But when you need somebody to get one or two yards... It, it's Zeke. I, it's perfect for Zeke. Yeah, that's like Marshawn at the end of his career, right? Marshawn was the same way. You're he, just he was there just to hammer. You're just paying him a lot of money, but yeah, yeah. But I but mean, is what it is. Contract. It is what it is. How about Philly, though? Huh? We haven't talked all season <laughs> on uh, on a recording. How do you feel about Philadelphia? Because uh, you know, <laughs> just saying. I feel Ain't like no? the Cowboys should have beat them, and that we had a backup quarterback. That's what I think. I will say, and and to your defense, and really this is kind of a blemish, I, as much as I, I really love what Jalen Hurts is doing, and I think we did a little preview at one point, and I was talking about Hurts, and I liked him, but their schedule so far, the first eight games, it wasn't as tough as the 8-0 would make it look like. Um, they're still good, and they've, they've had one really tough game, but... I don't think their schedule's been strong enough. No, I would honest. agree with that. I think they're, I think they're good, and... I, I think the schedule the rest of the way is not even that tough for them. So no, they if there's a team that's going to go undefeated in at least in the regular season, I, I, they have a shot at that. I, I don't know about once they make it to the playoffs because the last yeah. time that we saw Hurts in the playoffs, it was not good. I I can't see I, as much as I like Hurts, I can't see that team doing anything once they have to actually play real teams. So we'll see. I mean, aside from they did play Dallas, and Dallas could have won that game. They could have. Um, what do you? Th- what's going to happen now if you stay tied with New York? Because the Giants, out of nowhere, Daniel yeah, Jones right? figured out how to be a quarterback. Although and- he also the the last that we saw them, um, he lost to Geno Smith, and he didn't play very good. That's true. He didn't play very good, and they're only three and two in the uh, in the conference right now, zero and one in their division. So they're not they're not in a good spot. You guys are two and one. Obviously, Philadelphia's two and zero. Oh, so. We'll we'll see where that goes. Um, so you you got to turn surprises. you got to turn your your music off for this this next thing. Come on, because uh, okay. I know that you are so happy to see that Aaron Rodgers <laughs> throw two <laughs> picks in the end zone. <laughs> three. And now his... I'm going to give him that the third one. It was on the goal line, so that counts. Okay, three. <laughs> and now he's three and six. And your Vikings that you called at the beginning of the season pulled out another one today and they they were not lo- I thought baby. they were going to lose. Yeah. So Vikings now have a what? 3 3 and a half game no. 4 and a half, right? They're 4 and a half up right now. So they're they're on a six, so not only that, they're on a 6 game win streak. They um they have had a tough schedule. Like they actually have played some formidable teams and they're looking good and they made a great trade in getting uh, Hawkinson. Hawkinson, Hawkinson, that, Hawkinson yeah, they're all in uh, from 
Detroit. So, yeah, they're obviously all in on this year. Jefferson's coming back around. He's looking really, really good. I think I'm sticking with my Vikings, man. They look really, really well, good. They're going to win that division for sure. I just Absolutely. It's just funny to me because you look at the NFC and we're talking about, like, Philadelphia, and now we're talking about the Vikings, and you know that both of us – and. Maybe it's because I can't like the Eagles, but both of us don't think that those are <laughs> very strong teams. Kind of like when you look at the AFC with the Chiefs and the Bills ahead of everyone. Yeah. It's kind of like you make it to the playoffs and it's a crapshoot in the NFC. Absolutely. I, I really do think that is uh, that is a very, very true statement. I, and, and really, I mean, yeah, when you look at it, the Bucks are now first in the NFC South. Again, oh, man. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so thanks to the Rams, the Bucks are now the first in the NFC South. They they're, only have four wins. They're also, okay, so let's, they're also tied with the Falcons, and they have to go to Germany next week and play the Seahawks. You got to play Geno Smith. Yes. That's what we have to say. M- I wanna, MVP. I don't even call it the Seahawks anymore. It's just Geno Smith. MVP candidate Geno Smith. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And did you see him today um, just dominate Arizona? So it is what it is. I, I am surprised by the Falcons. Um, I was lucky enough to see them play the Rams. The Rams beat them, actually. That's one of their losses. Uh, but Atlanta is way better than I expected them to be. I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the entire NFL. No, I, I, I agree. But that's that's why it's so interesting with the with the NFC. I mean, once we get to the playoffs, we've got you've got the top the top two teams basically are the Eagles and the Vikings, and they have. Jalen Hurts, who has looked very good this year, but we're not really sure. And uh, Kirk Cousins. And then yeah. the Cowboys have Dak. None of those players have performed in the playoffs. And That's then insane. even on the other side, like you you have the 49ers, which are, I, I bet you if, uh, I would think the odds would probably be 49ers to, to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC just because a lot of people like them. But Garoppolo mm. still messes up. I think people need to calm down a little bit. As much as CMC looked good, his first real week with us or with uh, the Niners. I mean, he, he did make us look stupid. Um, and that was a really fun game to go to, by the way, really long drive home. Um, <laughs> I bet that was because you went with a 49ers fan and he was driving. And so I feel like he, he did things to make it a longer drive. I meant, you know, um, I meant to ask you actually, which I thought, what would you say was the percentage of 49ers fans compared to Rams fans at the game? So when the game started, it was it was about 60-40. And we were feeling pretty good about that. It, at one point, and that's 60-40 Rams. It was looking good at the beginning of the game. By the, by the end of the first quarter, of course, LA, how everybody shows up late, that changed dramatically. And we were down to like 70% Niners fans uh, throughout the game. Towards the end, of course, when the smart Rams fans that have been there before knew, okay, this game is over. This is just embarrassing. We need to get on the road and beat that traffic. They all left around, you know, the seven-minute mark. It got down to, like, 95% Niners fans there for the victory. It was garbage, as they say. It was hurt. So does that same thing happen in the playoffs? Uh, no, not as much, but, but you do have to remember, and, and there's so many factors to this, right? We were talking about this. I actually heard Bill Simmons talk about this the other day too. Um, the way, the way it worked out when they built the stadium and they moved them here, it was supposed to be a very, uh, it was, was, I think it was 2 billion that they projected the stadium to cost and getting the team moved and, and everything happened and wound up being a little over 5 billion to do everything they did. Plus there wasn't a lot of interest in the Rams because the Rams have been gone for 22 years, which means everybody's built their own fandom on other teams. Like, you know, you've become a traitor to LA because LA didn't really have a team and that's okay. I understand that you're a Cowboys fan now, Preston. I'm not going to hold it against you, but you know, (laughs) I'd like to think that maybe when you were a little boy, if the Rams had actually been around and you had appreciated them, you would have been a Rams fan because they're your home team. We didn't have that. I I would guess that that's how it would have went because I like all the other LA teams exactly had they won a little too because remember they were here through 94 and they hadn't really won since uh early 80s so it'd been a while since we've really been interesting um a lot of that factored in so there wasn't a lot of ticket demand so what happened was they started selling those seats those psls the seat licenses and the season seats they were selling those to brokers they weren't selling them to people and now the brokers the brokers just sell them to whoever they can get 
brokers are yeah. selling them, and not only that, they're selling them at a premium to those fans of Pittsburgh, of Dallas. You know, even me this year, I sold my Dallas tickets at a, a ridiculous uh, surge because it's like I don't want to go to that game. It's going to be all Dallas fans, you know, because that's that's what that happened. Those brokers are going to sell those seats, and it's going to be really hard for Rams fans to get in there. They're going to get priced out anyways, and we can go next week for fifty dollars as opposed to paying two or three hundred to to. You know, it, it makes sense why why it is the way it is. It just sucks. And what sucks is that people don't look at the whole situation and understand that is really the reason why um, SoFi Stadium is generally populated with at least 50% of the other team. Um, it's going to be like that for, I'd say, another five to ten years, I would think, until we really build a fan base, maybe string together another Super Bowl or two. Um that's okay. We have to accept it. I'm a Rams fan, though, and I know what suffering is, and I've done this my whole <laughs> life. So it's okay. I just hurt really bad right now, and it's not just because of that. And we're going to get into the rest of it. But yes. right now, I yeah. think you could. I think you could turn the music off, Rick. Are you sure? Because I'm still hurting. I think, and it feels I think you're good. good. Oh, did uh, you watch? You watched other football today, right? I did watch a little other football today. Did, did any of the other? Uh, the er- I I watched some of the early games, then I had to go to the soccer field, so I didn't actually get to see. Oh, what actually I meant to ask, what is up with the the only two two games in the afternoon? That seems why would we, why can't you move some of the games down? I didn't understand that. I I didn't understand why they did that today. I mean, and then why? I mean, not, I'm not against it, but why did the Rams have like 95 percent of the market today? Isn't that weird? There was more than that, actually. It was 99% because you could only watch the Seattle game if you were in Seattle or Arizona. Yeah, I don't understand why you wouldn't have moved some of these games down to the... I mean, I, I know that you have a... Were you yeah. were they thinking they were going to compete with something? Like World Series, I which... It, I don't know. It's weird. They might have been thinking World Series. It might have been a game tonight if that was, that was going to be it. That makes sense, but I don't know. There were a couple games, though, that did stick out. Um, obviously that Vikings commanders game, it was fun to watch. It was fun to hear the crowd, um, chanting Heineke, which was cool. (laughs) Like they're, they're getting behind something. Um, that's awesome. I think once Snyder finally gave up, you know, as soon as they said, Oh, you're being investigated. He's like, all right, I'm going to sell the team. Finally. Now, all of a sudden, you know, everybody that's a a commanders fan is, is absolutely behind him. And it's kind of cool to see them rooting for him. I'm I'm excited for Heineke. He had a, a decent game. Their, their their uniforms are when they're blacked out those are those are just ridiculously awesome so I, I was watching that game because of their unis yeah to be they, but they because they should have just kept Heineke they like why didn't they just play with him because they had to give up a, a bunch to bring Wentz here and I don't see Wentz being that much better than him Heineke was better I, every time I've seen Heineke and I think that he plays better than you know Wentz, why but- because he throws to McLaurin, who is an awesome wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, he's not stupid. That's the difference. Yeah. So, so, so looking looking over these these scores, the Jets beat the Bills. So, getting into that, because I was actually going to bring that game up next. Um, I can't believe that I saw Josh Allen. He he had two hundred five two interceptions. That was his day. So, passing. And, but how just much rushing? Because I saw he had a two oh, rushing had touchdowns, two, and he two just rushing touchdowns for almost hundred yards. I think it was eighty. Uh, let me see if I can find it. eighty-six yards. Homie was everywhere, but he couldn't get the ball. Like they played stellar secondary defense on them today. There was the, there was there was lockdown. The Jets have a good defense. It's just yeah. that I I don't really trust their quarterback, and apparently he did. I mean, one fifty-four and one touchdown. It's pretty good. I mean, that's okay, that's I, what Wilson needs to do. Impressed. What? How many Wilsons are there on the Jets? They just traded a Wilson. Wilson was throwing to Wilson. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't even know what I'm seeing right right now when I'm watching the Jets. Right. So, Zach Zach Wilson is the quarterback. Garrett Wilson is actually a really good wide receiver. But, yeah. (laughs) And then there's a Wilson on the offensive line. Like, holy crap, man. Did you guys just go like in alphabetical order when you were drafting? You're like, you know what? Let's just get all the Wilsons. Like, Thing. So, really interesting. so I had to leave at like right after second half of these games, but I thought the Bills were in control, and I I didn't think that the the Vi- I thought the Vikings were down, but I saw they were driving. Um, I wasn't really that impressed with the Chargers today with the Falcons, but like we said, the Falcons have been pretty good. They're they're much better than uh, their record showing. Honestly, they they're a pretty decent team. I think Mariota Mariota's doing a lot for that team. He really is. So they could get better. They could. I mean, it's only going to take maybe another year, 
couple roster changes and they could get better than they are now. I mean, Pitts is still outstanding. Um, they have, I mean, Cordero Patterson, obviously. They, they, the they're, problem they're, with they, Atlanta, though, is that they don't throw the ball. Even with those two, even with uh, London, which is the wide rec- the w- rookie wide receiver, and with Pitts, they just they haven't been throwing the ball. Not only that, they um, their defense isn't it's not the best. Yeah. to be honest. So that that that's what I saw there. If we wanted to get into something that was really out out of control, I just don't understand. And I actually watched a lot of this game. Uh, Dolphins Bears. Mm-hmm. What yeah, the I hell? Know. Like <laughs> Justin Fields balled out today, like insane. I could not believe. I mean, it wasn't like he did so much, but I mean, he rushed for 178 yards. Like that's that's our quarterback for the Bears rushing 178 yards. You want to talk about a rushing quarterback? So I know uh, that you're not in the ESPN fantasy football league, but I actually just picked him up and played him this week. <laughs> well, you got some points then. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you, unless you have other stuff about the NFL, I mean, I I think we can get into some fantasy since we. Yeah. No, I'm I'm happy to talk about. Uh, you can talk about fantasy. I'm, I'm again. I'm gonna. You just keep bringing up everything that hurts me right now, and I, I don't know if you understand. I'm in a world where it's always raining in my head. <laughs> I'm. How about you sad. play? Why don't you play the fantasy football? Uh... <sighs> Maybe that'll cheer me up. Let's try. <laughs> You always forget. About I do. That I do always. I, I was about to talk, and it, I always forget it. That always gets me punch in the gut. Boop. Oh, but uh, so we're gonna talk about this this Yahoo League. We won't. We'll talk about maybe the ESPN later. But um, why are you so Yahoo sad league. in that league? I, I've got your this score our, uh, up right now. This is our paid league, right? Yeah. Well, I'm only in one other league with you. Besides, I mean, no, we're not gonna yeah. talk about the pod league. Nobody cares about you, that you league. You do see, you do see the score. Well. You know why people don't care, and, and just for everybody that's listening, next year we're not doing a fantasy league. We're going to do a fantasy pick 'em, or we're going to do some kind of style that fits to have forty-eight people because it is really hard to have forty-eight people in one league. I know it's only sixteen, but it's it feels it feels like we're all like there's thirty teams. It's crazy. It's so, not yeah. as interesting either because people, some people aren't playing because they and. We- no outlandish scoring. If you at least you had the outlandish scoring <laughs> for your shitty player who's actually like an RB12, somehow you have to start him this week. It'd be fun if you saw him put up 20 points, even though it doesn't mean anything. But, you know. Yeah, I? so getting back into the Yahoo League, which is the one that we pay attention to and we can talk shit. I'm sure that you heard me talk about it, claiming that I was going to win. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you heard last week, but I was really upset because I scored 161 points and still lost. And everybody else only had 120. It You're was still in first place, though. I don't care. I should have had another win. I played against the one person who scored 170. I want you to know this. I want you to know this. I started 4 0, <laughs> and I have now gone 0 and 3. And you are playing Art, but I, I see you. You could pull this out. Nah, I'm going 0 and 4. <laughs> it's happening. It sucks because if I would have put Hawkinson in, that would have been a few points. But other than that, there's not really much I could have pulled out. Burrow, even though he had a decent game, still did not have as great of a game as I wanted. Devontae Adams finally did something for me this week. So thanks, Devontae, for finally showing up. So glad you were a higher draft pick. So in my, I'm playing Albert, our li- one of our listeners, and I really hate the little percentage bar across the top. Because as much as I tell myself every week, don't look at the damn thing. It's never right. I always do. And when we started this week, it said I had a 70% chance of winning. Now it's to 47-53. He's up 108 to 81, and he's got Kelsey playing. I have Lamar Jackson and Kamara, which I have a good shot. But I'm just saying, like, it gets my hopes up every time. I don't know if you ever like. Do do you watch? Do you know what the little bar that I'm talking about? Yes, I absolutely do. Where it's the percentage of winning, uh, your win percentage. Yeah. Uh, or or projected win percentage, the chance to win. Right. right? Yeah. And it's always wrong. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's 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 never right. Well, it's sometimes right. There are times where I'm absolutely just murking somebody, and it'll be like ninety nine percent chance to win. And it's like okay, yeah. Shit. So that, uh, yes, I will yeah. give you that. That that. But have you watched it before where it said something like ninety to ten, and then all of a yeah. sudden there was one catch, and it it switched over to them ninety nine and you won. I've seen yeah, it's that. ridiculous. <laughs> it hurts. Oh, I I just I don't know. I I don't think that you. You guys pay that much attention to that league, even though it is a money league. And I just pick up a bunch of players, and it pisses me off because it doesn't really matter because you still get fucking lucky. <laughs> so last year I actually won the league. Yes. So yes, I you did. Came into this, and I, I I know I should have been a little bit more active so far in this season. I, I should have made a couple moves. I missed a couple things. I again, life has been in the way. So it's not just the podcast, everybody, that uh, gets neglected. It also turns out to be my fifty dollar fantasy league so that's cool hey whoa whoa we don't we don't talk about money on this one. <laughs> oh yeah well no it cost me fifty dollars to buy the phone to play the to play league. right yes. the the special the special yahoo thing that you had to pay for yeah 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 thanks <laughs> yahoo make everything worse i'm about to play the sad music again no. yeah fantasy's been interesting though because it, you know your your leaders aren't who you expected to be um christian mccaffrey stayed healthy that hurt <laughs> <laughs> that's stuff like that where it's like these yeah uh, man i don't know it's interesting so uh, speaking of teams that we weren't really thinking of being good why don't we talk about some of the utah jazz yeah i mean i thought we would... oh wrong one sorry that wasn't what i was looking for <laughs> i'm here this time so i have man I, okay, I could. I but I'm sorry because I had the little thing and I had a good transition, so well, I figured that one's that transition's way better than what you've been using. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't mean to say that on the show, but the other one sounded like I know you don't like it. That's why I changed it though from Wish. So this <laughs> one's amazing. I love this one. Keep this one. I I thought I thought so too. Yeah, so, I like anyways, I, we don't have to talk about the jazz, but I just thought that it was interesting because you've been watching some of the basketball too, right? Or at least keeping... I've been watching basketball a little bit. Yeah, and I'm keeping up with some. Um, the Jazz are not supposed to be seven and three, and on top of the West. I love that the Jazz are seven and three, and on top of the West. <laughs> I, I think it's been fun to watch that. I, there's a couple things, and they're not on top anymore. The Suns are on top. Um, no Suns but, are. Oh yeah, well Suns are seven and two. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. So they're yeah, they're, they're close. Perfect. They have the same wins. I saw the same yeah, wins. Yeah, basically they have the same thing. Um, the Western Conference is just. It's crazy how the parody. That's what I like about watching that. I don't like watching the Lakers in 14th out of 15th place. <laughs> no, um, although no, I will get to them. We're going to talk to. I want to talk about them. And let's let's save them for last. Wait, okay, that's fine. I I didn't like watching the Jazz beat the crap out of the Lakers because the Lakers have had good defense. But the, so what about the Grizzly man? Yeah. Oh my Grizzlies! Yes. Look at my boy Ja. Look at where he's at. Like that's this is this is a good feeling. That feels good. <laughs> I will say that it feels good to see Ja doing Ja stuff, and it's paying off. So well, Bain has been amazing on that team oh, too. I know. Oh man, I, I, Aaron Bain's great. Everything is there. They've just been exactly what I was talking about last year, right? I, I'm very much into a team that's that's bred properly, right? Mostly built up. It's not a bunch of mercenaries. These guys are here to play for a reason. Because they're a small market, you know, they don't have the same cap space that. LA or New York or, or Chicago, you know, some, some crazy major city. They're there because they want to win and they're there to play together and they're going to play as a team and they, and they're following jaw all the way. And it's, it's great that they bought in that way. Is Steven Adams still on the team? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Steven Adams, who, who is a grizzled veteran who's still very capable is sticking around and he's doing it for leadership. He's doing the Raja bell thing at the end of his, his, um, tenure right or when you bring in somebody like manu ginobili for the last year and you give him a contract just to be there to to teach right tony parker another example <laughs> why am i i'm all up on the spurs all of a sudden but you know what i mean yeah i'm really no. excited to see the grizzly they've been playing very well if they can main, maintain which i think they can because they're young and they're going to stay healthy longer i think they're going to be a really really good team by the end of this season no i think so, so too i think the that the suns it's kind of interesting that they're at the top though like because a lot of people like, oh, like yeah Cause what the hell? What the heck happened? Like when they played Dallas in game that game seven, and then there was a bunch of off season stuff with the Robert Sarver, and all of a sudden you hear that the center hasn't even talked to the coach, you know, yeah. Aiton, and you're just but they're still just 
Booker's they're just winning. Booker's it's killing crazy. It. It's the value of that team because you know that is for sale has skyrocketed because they're doing well. So as as they do better, Sarver's going to make more money. Um, really, anybody in that group that owns because Sarver only owns fifty one percent, right? I think that's what it is. Um, it's it's interesting because of everything that has gone on, and, and we're going to see this with the Commanders too, yeah. um, in in the NFL. But everything that's gone on, Sarver's got to sell this team. He's going to make a bunch of money. But the you could see the organization again. Their their tone changed when they realized, oh, the guy we don't like is leaving and he's going to sell. That crappy owner is gone, and we're going to have somebody here to run this organization differently. And we're looking forward to that. And you can see it in how they play, right? You usually work better when you like being there. Um, same thing. It's just their, their job, their workplace has gotten a little bit better, and I think that's why they're playing so well because they are a very, very talented team. Right. They have arguably one of the top three point guards in history. They yeah, Chris Paul and Book, Booker has been amazing. I, yeah. I, I like that I – they're they're a fun team to watch, I think, because I I like Cam Johnson and uh, who's the other Bridges, not Miles, Miles Bridges. Bridges. The, no, uh, the other one. Um, Miles Bridges is. I don't like saying "us" all through the show. Yeah, so. I know. Give me a second. You know that's my least favorite word. Uh, <laughs> Mikhail Bridges. I did it arrogant. See, I'm saying "arg." Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges. Ah, I couldn't remember his name. So. Sorry. Before we get into some real dysfunctional teams, because that, that's why I mean Lakers can be last. Um, let's let's talk about the Bucks and the Cavs, because obviously Bucks. I, I guess we don't have to say that much about it. You know, you know that that's my other team. I just I just want to say that the Bucks are amazing, and I love watching. Them and Giannis play. is and, awesome. Oh, I'll always love Giannis. And you know that as of right now, which is very early, he's got to be the top of MVP. He doesn't have Middleton yet. Like he's he's ready to go. The Cavs, though. Like I kind of liked them last year, and then they got Mitchell, and I wasn't yeah. quite sure how that was going to fit. But it looks, looks <laughs> yeah, they look really good. It's it's really fun to watch them play too, because I I do like Donovan Mitchell. That he was he was the reason why I like the Jazz. Um, and I, he's playing I, I defense. Play. Yeah, yeah. Something clicked. Something's changed. Well, yeah, he was like, like, I'm I'm done with Utah. I'm I'm tired of playing with Rudy Gobert. He just can't do it, and yeah. I'm going to play with uh, Mobley and. The other Cavs, I I really like the Cavs, and another team in the East that I thought is the Hawks. I've yeah. always kind of been a Trey Young fan, but I've never, I never had as much faith in him. I've liked watching him play, but I was like, this this guy just doesn't really win. But I think with Murray, it's a good pairing because yeah. he doesn't different. play. And we talked about him his his rookie year. Um, I remember getting to see him play against the Clippers, and I I remember telling you like I am sold on Trey Young now. Like I, I, I wasn't there, you know, until I saw him play live and how amazing he was as a rookie. I thought he was going to be incredible, but then they just couldn't get there. You know, like it, there always seemed to be something that was kind of a block. He didn't have somebody to play with that would fit with him. I see it. I see it this year. They're, they're starting to, they're meshing. They could be dangerous. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to end top four to be, I mean, they, they have to, they, 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 the way they're playing. I mean, obviously this is really, really early. We're barely getting into November now, so we we have to. I have to temper my expectations. I'm right. really going out. You know, I'm, I'm pretending like uh, it's it's February already, and I could say these things, but <laughs> they look good. They look really good. How about those Clippers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll start with them. Let's get into the dysfunctional teams. That I like how a lot of people are talking about the Nets and the Lakers, and they're just letting the Clippers kind of slide. I mean, yes, yeah. they've come up a little bit, and they're five and four now. They're at least over five hundred, but. That team was supposed to win, like a lot of them favored them to win the championship. That's three years in a row. Let's not talk oh, four years in a row. They've been talking about that. Uh, how long has Ka- Kawhi been there now? Four three. or five years. This is his third, I thought. It might no, be. No, he was there in 2019 for sure. So well, no, because Le- how long has LeBron been with the Lakers? This is his fourth year, right? Yeah, so it's th- he, came- uh, he came before. He came in 2019. Well, anyways, it's been there. It's been a couple years. Let's just say that. Okay, so it's been way too long. And every year they they start in the in the preseason and the off season. And you're like, well, you know, the Clippers are the team to beat, obviously because they have Paul George and Kawhi. And blah, 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 blah. I think you're right that it is four years. Um, I sorry, like what what happened is I forgot that he didn't play a whole year. That yeah, that's it. But it is four years. And and yeah. I remember this because I had to watch uh, watch Paul George drop fifty on the uh, the Hawks in 2019. 
No, they just he and then what's up with like is he done? Because he's he's been out for a whole year and he's not he hasn't even started a game yet. I'm not. I'm just. I'm gonna be real, man. I've never been a fan of Kawhi. I, I not since uh, San Antonio. I don't see. I don't see what made him so special because he doesn't show it. He's never there. So what makes him matter anymore? I think he went to Toronto and he had a good year and he won the championship. I mean, there and it's hard to say that that wasn't. I mean, that's pretty damn good. Like you go to the you go to a team and you win a championship. Obviously, stuff had to happen with Golden State for them to even get to that point because that's the right. year that they hurt. But still, like you you can't. You can't dock the guy when he's on the court and he does that. But the problem is, is now he hasn't been able to stay on the court at all for four years. Yeah, for four years. And, like and there's, it's starting to feel like he's ridiculous. done. Not to mention, remember in uh, San Antonio, he missed almost an entire season the same way too, before he was traded. Yeah, so, and it's it's seeming like the same, the same stuff. Like you don't you don't play the whole year. They get in the playoffs and they're kind of like, oh, is Kawhi going to play in the playoffs? Are they not? And then, oh wait, they didn't. I don't remember if the Clippers did make the. I think they made the play-in tournament, right? Play-in last year. Yeah, but still, like it's like maybe he's going to come back, maybe he's not. You don't talk to people now. You're not even starting. Like, are you just on this? And then I saw that they went somewhere, and you didn't even travel with the team. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm starting to feel like he's not. He's not. Something's wrong with his knee. That he's just done. I. It's weird because I. I it's. This is what's going to be weird, right? Because I'm sure we're going to talk about Kyrie too. But I have the same feeling when you talk to me about Kawhi that I feel about Kyrie. And it's because they both don't play. Right? Let's, there's let's always get a in, reason we, why they don't play. Let's so get I, into I, the, the, into well, the let me nets. On Kawhi. Okay. It's, it's not the same. It really is not the same. Logically, when you look at it, Kawhi is out because his body has broken down. And, and it's, it's proven. You can see it. The dude's body is broken down. I really don't think this is anything where Kawhi is just like, I don't want to play. I'm going to get paid and I don't want to play. You know, he, I don't. At one point, I thought maybe he was being a prima donna, but I really think that maybe he does have a major issue with his legs somewhere and he cannot play. But I feel the same way and I have that gut feeling where I'm like, I don't like this guy because of it that I do with Kawhi. So now, yeah, we could talk about Kawhi, but no, it's, but so, so just, Kyrie, sorry. just to add, Kyrie. just to add on to Kawhi, I think that he, the reason why he started load management, I've always felt is that he didn't feel like he could make it through the whole season. I honestly think that that his knee, like you were saying, like I think that his knees messed up or his ankle or whatever, because we're not even clear like what was the initial thing, because remember he got he stepped on somebody's yeah. Uh, foot. Yeah, that's all. It but was. that's but after seeing him so many years, I just felt like he knew that he can't play a whole NBA season, so he wants to try to be fresh for the playoffs, and then he can try to make a run because that's what he did with Toronto. But it seems like he. He can't even do that now. So there, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with this. Guy but now. I do agree that with you that Kyrie has something else. And with this this latest thing, where he tweeted a link to a video that's anti-Semitic, like it's really hard to think. Like what what are you doing? I, I so don't know. My thing is, and and I know you and I because we 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 had offline conversations, right? And it was more. And you asked some really good questions, like, what was the video? Does that warrant the the punishment and the reaction? And, you know, not not necessarily saying that he didn't do something wrong, but you were just looking at it from an analytic analytical perspective, where I took it from a, oh, okay, so this is his thing this year to not play. This is what I see from Kyrie every single year is that, and we talked about this on the show with Ryan last year too with Kyrie. Kyrie always has something that will prevent him from playing games. Oh, the BLM movement. I don't want to play games because I, th I don't think that's right for, for black people. Um, I have, uh, I'm not going to get vaccinated. So screw you. I'm going to miss as many games as I need to. Um, now it's an anti-Semitic post. Not even in, does it not seem a little fishy that it seems to be a, a week after uh, Kanye has all these problems from saying something anti-Semitic that Kyrie didn't say, sit there and think like, Oh, cool. If I say this, maybe I won't have to play. He's still getting paid. So, so I, I was listening to, uh, uh, anyways, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it with some of the ESPN reporters. And he really, 
the NBA even, because they were upset that the NBA didn't even do anything about the post or whatever. The NBA was actually going to let the post go. But the, the problem is that whenever a reporter asks him, he's so combative about it. And and they he couldn't even answer, like, are you anti-Semitic? Like, that that seems in itself. Like, a, just, just answer the question. Yeah. Like, just... and. I don't understand why someone wouldn't have just said like what why did you post that or anything like that but yeah. he, he it it wouldn't have mattered because at that point he didn't want to answer the question. I don't get why in that first press conference when he actually had the team reporter from ESPN asking questions, right? Like that guy's assigned to the Nets and he knows them and they're friends. When he asked these questions, why didn't he come out and say, okay, look, here's the thing with that video and the book and whatever that I was trying to post. Uh, the message that I was trying to get across was from this perspective with these certain things or whatever the context was. Explain the context. He did not do that, and he still has not done that. Tell me, hey, man, was it truly? Because, I mean, if it's truly the anti-Semitic shit and that's what you're holding on to, and that's what you're like, yeah, man, yeah, the Jews, right? And he's doing that. Okay, well, at least we know where you stand, and it's not really you're not you're not going to be popular for it, and you deserve, you know, well, whatever how you know the opinion. But you can't just go out there and float it and be like, well, there are other parts of the video that I was actually into. What parts? Yeah, tell us exactly. What did you watch? Well, like, I just tell me what you're getting at because nobody understands you. You are not Kanye West, like, and nobody gives a shit because you're a basketball player. Same thing with Kanye. That dude lost more than half of his wealth in like four days because he said the same kind of crap. And well, and the the thing that's happening though is that people are are upset because of the free speech stuff with with. But I I think the NBA is just tired, especially the Nets. I think the, the Nets, Nets are telling with deal with because if you just like you brought up where he, it's always something with him, and you know that something is going to come up, and that's difficult to coach someone, and it's difficult to play with somebody when you're like, is this guy going to come in, and just all of a sudden go off the rails because of something, and just and just be gone. Like his his mind really isn't on basketball, and in order for you to be really good in the NBA or in any professional sport, you have to have your mind in, into that sport. I mean, you, you're I, talking I about 100%. you're talking about the top athletes. Like, what is it? The top one percent or or less of players? Um, like, you can't just make it on talent. But yeah, the the net. So- Here's here's a little stat for you while you're talking about that. I just want to interject this really quick. Kyrie, since he's been with the Nets, has played a hundred or had made eleven one hundred and eleven appearances. Not necessarily played, but he made hundred and eleven appearances with the Nets. He's missed hundred and twenty eight games. Yeah. So he's not even there half the time. And cause it's not he has some of that injury problem too, right? Because he gets injured as well. Uh, yeah, but it's not as bad because he gets to sit around and complain about something new. <laughs> you know, like, oh, uh, Ky- uh, Kaepernick took a knee. <laughs> like, no, no, but... Uh, whatever uh, the big social justice thing is or whatever he can find that might keep him off the court, I feel like that's what he, he gravitates toward. Is he going to be MAGA 2024 next year? I don't like, know. Like, what is it? Like, what are we doing? Like, come no, on, No, but dude. What, what I was saying is that some of it is also injury. Like, that. so I'm not only not injury. only are you a player that gets hurt, but you're also a player that finds other reasons, you know, like it, it, it adds up like you were showing, like not all of those games that he missed were because of, of things, but it just adds to you not being on the court. And basically everywhere that you've gone, you've, uh, you've left the team in shambles. And they don't, they don't want you to play like, and people pick to play with him because his talent is, I mean, watching him dribble a ball is insane. Like I agree. He's one of the greatest ball handlers I've ever seen. But I've only seen that, you know, uh, a total in his career of. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, I don't have that total. But I know that that's he's okay. Never but played. he's so he's basically Kyrie has not played at least 70 games in a season since 2016. So he's living off that 2017 shot that he made in the finals. Yep. And he's but, missed a total of 314 games since then. But let's not even. So it's not just Kyrie with the Nets, though. Like, oh, no, let's just say, like, you go you go into the Nets and you have Kevin Durant, who, who nobody knows why he's upset exactly. Like, is it because they didn't sign Kyrie? Is it because Harden came in and they had to ship him out and they've got Ben Simmons? But he's just, this offseason, he just goes, oh, you know what? I don't want to be on the Nets anymore. And you know what? Since you're not going to trade me, 
I don't. It's either going to be you're going to trade me, but I if I'm going to play, I don't want Nash, Nash or yeah, right. Yeah. So and it's kind of can't do that. And you you're, you're supposed to be a leader. I, I I recently heard Charles Barkley talk about leadership, and he called out Durant for that. The leaders don't do that. Everybody's looking up to you. You're a superstar. You get paid like a superstar. You are the leader of the locker room. You need to act like that. You need to be the leader. You have to help with this. Right. You know, help the organization be successful. You don't undercut it like that. So then, you know? so then you have you have. We just talked about Kyrie, and you have Durant, mm-hmm. but now you're adding Simmons in there. <laughs> like what? Like that guy doesn't play either. <laughs> he's got a. He's got like the worst uh, existential crisis. Uh, mode that I've ever seen from anybody. Like he psychologically just he breaks down, right? Yeah, so and he and he, I, he did have back surgery, which ever which no, but you could have said something about that. Like tell everybody what's going on. Like yeah, but he doesn't. He on the court, he does not look like he has confidence. And even no. Kyrie's telling him on the court with audio, shoot the ball. And did did you see when they played against New Orleans and Zion just took it to him? Like you're supposed to be this Zion defensive. I know. Yeah. So I and I mean we we didn't even mention New Orleans, but uh, hooray Zion for having fun and coming back and playing. That dude missed an entire season, but he's back and he's playing. And he got so depressed, right? Remember he got he put on all that weight and he looked terrible. He's figured out what what was wrong. He worked on it, and he's back, and he's playing the game, man. Right. So uh, hats off to Zion. No, I mean that yeah, that was one the of the Nets are just a disaster. Yeah, man. they are, and I I I don't think that I don't know that Kyrie plays because they they gave him this. Oh, I want you to do all this stuff, and what over the past five years or whatever has shown you that Kyrie is going to go through with that? Trade him. Trade him now. They tried to. They they're saying that nobody wants him. Then cut them. So it's going to be interesting with that, with the net. The Nets did, and they did come out and whoop on Washington. I don't know if you saw that. Like once, once Kyrie's yeah, suspension, did. they they came out. So you you always are good when you have Kevin Durant. I'm just like he's he's a really good player. Did you see? Yeah, you saw the game with uh, Durant and that just that like dirty, nasty ankle breaker in that game. No, that was the game that the Washington game. Oh, that was the Washington. It was, game. and they came out, Durant, and yeah, he. That, um, that was the play of the year for me right now. <laughs> it was insane so the only um, other team that like the, besides the lakers because we'll get into them last no we'll get into the next is the 76ers because that team it harden came out and he's skinny harden and he's starting to play really well and now he's gone for a month and you've had problems with him staying in shape so what what kind of shape is he going to come back in you have Embiid, who did not show up in shape either yeah so and then he got hurt right is Embiid hurt too i didn't know Thought he was. Thought he missed. Uh, it was something. He was. It's something happened, and he was out of practice. Or he something. could have, but that's another dysfunctional team that was supposed to be top three in the West, uh, East. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. He had uh, the flu. That's what it was. He missed okay. three games. But that that team has got to work on some defense because they're they're like you have Harden who's going to be gone for a month, and then when you get him back, like you're going to have to. Their, their team is so bad with their stars on on defense, and maybe some of it is because Embiid's not in shape yet. But yeah, and that that if he really had a really bad flu, that's going to set him back quite a while too. Um, you won't see full Embiid won't be in full form until January now. If that's truly what happened, his lungs got messed up. They um, just didn't look like they play well together. It's kind of like Harden really, like, takes the ball and dribbles around, kind of like old Harden, and he was good. Yeah. But then you're playing with Embiid, you have to you have to get him into the flow of the game. I agree, and. I, I don't know. Having Embiid should have. You should be able to will yourself at least a few games. Um, oh my God, we forgot about the one part of the Nets that we did not talk about, and I really wanted to. They're going after Ima Odoka. Oh shoot! <laughs> I know. How is that even a thing? Like, I cannot believe that this is even acceptable. Like, first of all, I don't really know what happened in Boston, but the way they're treating it, I feel like this might have been way worse than he had a consensual relationship with a coworker. It 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 must have been really really bad because Boston is not even asking for compensation and they don't really they're kind of just like you're going to take him good. Take him off our hands, you can pay the rest of the salary. And yeah. how does that we just went over all the dysfunction of the Nets. Yeah. How and then you're going to bring in a coach like I get that he helped the Celtics out, but you're bringing in that's a lot of baggage that you're bringing in. 
And it wasn't, I mean, Udoka's great. I understand. He coached really well last year. But are we really, is, is it really him or is it the president of basketball operations? I don't know. that The Boston team looks good still. So yeah, and and we know who put that team together, and he coached, and then moved into the front office. So so what uh, what happens when Udoka gets into Ben Simmons' face? Because that's what he, he he gets into his players' face. Like that's what he does. Like that's what he did for the whole couple ben months. Simmons, oh man, I hope they have tele telemedicine so he can call a therapist like immediately. Or if Kyrie does come back, can you imagine him yelling at Kyrie? <laughs> Ky- oh man. Uh, the uh, I I can just imagine just so many things are gonna go wrong with the Nets. It's crazy that uh, I don't know. Durant should have gotten out of there, man. Probably. He well, he has to look at the Golden State and be like, why? It's not it's not that bad that he left and to go do. But why did you team up with Kyrie? It's just one yeah, of, like yeah. it seems like he probably picked the wrong person. And Nash, to be honest, is probably like, thank God, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Nash didn't look like he enjoyed coaching at all. And I, when when they hired Nash, I didn't understand it either. I mean, I love Steve Nash. He's he's literally a basketball slash soccer hero to me. But I um, I can't see him as a head coach. And, yeah. and watching him, he's just not a head coach. So he well, looked miserable. I'm I'm sure he's very happy he doesn't have to coach anymore. On the other side of that, I actually am happy with the Lakers coach. Oh yeah, uh, Darvin Ham. Yes, I I'm happy. That the Lakers are playing amazing defense because that's the only way that they're. I mean, obviously they played against Utah and Utah scored 130 and that wasn't great. But then he came out and he said our defense was ass and he should. You and know, here's the thing I like about it: they started the first five games, first four games actually. The fifth game they started figuring it out, but the first four games, everybody thought this season was a disaster. It was over. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everything was going to shit. Everybody's horrible. Um, Russell's just a, you know, he's poison. Every, you know, you hear all the bad things. Um, they start making changes. Darvin Ham is not afraid to make adjustments with superstars, and that, to me, is why I like him the most because he's not afraid to tell LeBron or AD or Russ or anybody else on that team, this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna start changing the scheme. We're gonna work. You know, they make adjustments, and the adjustments have shown, and it's defensive adjustments primarily. Well, they yeah, Russell really Russell Westbrook is actually playing defense. Well, Russ was playing defense from the beginning. It's just nobody talked about it because he was, you know, going zero for twelve, and that's that's what you see on the stat line is zero for twelve. Do you mean the but, beginning? You, know, you had six steals. No, but know? are you are you talking about beginning of this season or or last season too? Because season. last season he played no defense. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to defend him at all. No, no, but I I will agree better. with. I'll agree with you that this season he for sure uh, has been playing defense, blocks, rebounds. Like he, people, some people say that he's stat chased for rebounds, but he has not been stat chasing for rebounds. He's been getting in there and getting rebounds. And the steals, his steals are way up. Um, I'm impressed with Russ, even when he's not scoring. But then you move into the second unit to lead that, and it's not like these are bad kids. They're they're really good young guys that he's playing with. And they, they look really, really good. I, I actually like watching the bench play more than I like watching the starters. So. His passion is back. Yeah. His passion to play basketball. And that's – I've never been like a super Russell Westbrook fan, and sometimes he brings it on himself. But I felt bad because he's here, and I'm just kind of like you have to deal with it. Like there's no other way that we're going to be able to be good at all unless you get Russell Westbrook to be some sort of himself. And well, they, uh, Darvin Ham figured it out well, so far. You know why Darvin Ham has like what? Why the the star players let him talk to him and stuff is because he he worked with Kobe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that that gave him his cred basically. But yeah, no, I I like what he's doing, and I know that the Lakers are struggling, but I I think that he's gonna at least figure out. He's figured out how to use Rush and energize him, and I think that he'll figure figure it out. Like I think he. At least have a shot at getting sixth instead I, of playing. I don't think there's a problem right now. I'm okay if we even if we even if we don't make the play in this year, if they continue to improve like this and then move into next year with the young guys that they do have, um, that'll probably be what that that should be bronze last year, right? Um, I don't. I think he's got two more years, right? And then he has a player option. AD AD's lined up with him, isn't he? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? So I, we're gonna lose. We'll lose Russ this year, no matter what. Um, but keeping some of these young guys, Matt Ryan. Isn't that his name? <laughs> like, yeah, it is. But that's... good God, 
Like that 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 kid just he is balling out. Like when did we start finding uh like the great white hopes? <laughs> like, I don't know crazy. because uh Austin Reeves is good. I know, like it's like we got two Caruso's all of a sudden and they have all their hair. So and then very, and then I see you know it's funny because then I see these tweets about the salary compare of Caruso, KCP, and who was the other one? Oh, and Kuzma are all yeah. less than than Russ. And I'm like, man, like, and I know that he's playing better, but I'm just can't stop thinking. Like, if we had Caruso, KCP, and Kuzma, like, they all play defense. I know. Even if they were a second unit, I don't care. Yeah, like that would have been. That would have been better. It's okay. I, a lot of things can happen this season, man. Things are going to happen all over the place. If we can just stay healthy and get to the play-in, we're, we're going to be okay for at least to make some kind of run, and it'll be something. It'll be something positive. It's funny. Out of all of my teams, even though they all look like ass right now, don't want to talk about the Dodgers, but everything that happened with all of my teams so far this fall, the Lakers I'm actually optimistic about, and I'm not so heartbroken. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for them. Well, you know why, right? Because LeBron will always be number one. No, it's a documentary on Hulu. <laughs> it's a documentary. If anybody hasn't watched the documentary on Hulu about Jerry Buss and the Lakers, watch it. It's going to make you a Laker fan all over again. So I think we're pretty much good with uh, with basketball. I think you should play the swoosh real quick. Oh, son of a bitch. There's more? Yeah. There's something we don't want to talk about. Anymore. Yeah. it's We are a sports show, and it, even though... We absolutely hate the Astros. We have to at least say that they won the World Series. I'm trying not to curse that much on this show, and I know a couple have slipped. Um, you can curse. That's fine. Can I have my permission just to say it one time? Do it. Fuck the Astros, except Dusty Baker. <laughs> Fuck them. They don't deserve it. I mean, I know that it basically it's it's down to Bregman and Altuve, but still fuck them. No, they, they get these guys. I don't... I can't stand the Astros, but they get these young guys to take over. Like Tucker is really good, and did you know that that guy Jordan Alonso, he or, or was Alvarez? Sorry, Alvarez. He, yeah, he was a Dodger. Yeah, he was. We he traded sure him for was. Josh Fields. I know. And Josh Fields hasn't pitched since 2018. And Alvarez just is beast. So cool, 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 cool. Good for he, you. He's I a left fielder. We need a left fielder. Can you imagine if he's a left fielder with the Dodgers? I know, man. Uh, it, it's painful. I mean, okay. So we haven't talked since the Dodgers went out. You went 111 wins. Um, you looked really, really good. But I feel like I feel like they, they didn't – it wasn't that they gave up. It's just that they thought, like, uh, I'll just have to turn it on when I have to turn it on because they were able to skate by in the regular season and just kind of do whatever they wanted, and they were getting their wins no matter what. And then when they finally met real adversity, they looked like idiots. That's exactly <laughs> what when when I had I had Gabe on, and it would pain me because he's a Padres fan. But they the Padres smacked the Dodgers in the mouth, and I could tell you Friday night that that did not look like a hundred and eleven win team. They looked like no. they were done. No, no, it's over. And then what what really irritated me is the Phillies did that exact same thing to San Diego, and that was crazy because i was really at that point i was like all right well i'm all in on san diego now they gotta win and uh nope and then i'm all in on the phillies and they couldn't do it to the astros even though they did take it pretty far they did they they had a couple really good games um i knew the series was over the no hitter night like there was no way you can come back from that (laughs) Uh, a combined no hitter it could have just been a no hitter but they pulled the pitcher for no reason um that that was a that was a tough night that's a tough night. Dude, and I knew then it was over. I want I want to see those those pitchers that go into the night like and we're just never going to see them again. Like we're yeah. we want we're not. Like that's we we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the season when Dave Roberts pulled Kershaw. Like that's yeah. just the game now. You but don't get to want that it's crazy because that's what Dave Roberts did and everybody's following that. And what ooh, okay, since we're going to talk a little Dodgers here, I am really, really getting sick of hearing Dodgers fans call for Roberts to get fired this year. That man managed his ass off, and he did everything he could in that series. I don't care. I I never stand up for Roberts. You know that. And I don't think he made 
he made one dumb decision in this in the San Diego series, but it wasn't even that bad of a you know it wasn't that big. We we fixed it, but I mean, good lord, stop calling for him to. You don't need to change much. Come back next year and actually have some fire, and you're going to be fine. This but this season, I would agree with you. And normally, there's we have like almost a whole podcast to talk about the stuff that we didn't agree with Dave Roberts. We we had yeah. in the regular season we were doing that, but this I, playoff I swear we could we could put together a play a, a podcast of just our excerpts. Right. This <laughs> this this playoffs. I I didn't think that it was Roberts' fault. I thought that, the, that we just didn't have the right players. They didn't do what they were supposed to, and is what it like. That's just. That's just yeah. what it was. I mean, Mookie, he looked off. Trey Trey did okay. Um, I'm going to miss Trey, especially if they go after Correa, of all people. Yeah. Oh, um, I hope not. God, I hope not. We, we're the front runners right now, and I don't like it. I'd rather just go back after Trey if we could. Um, I think the, the biggest thing with the Astros is that the players didn't get anything like you you punished the astros technically you didn't take away a world series championship they got what five million dollars which is nothing and then some draft picks you never and then the players were combative about it they've never said like oh we shouldn't have done that we should have, no like, they went full Kyrie. there's yeah but there's no way for us to move on and yeah. and then you wonder why we don't nobody wants you to win and nobody that's why like even even that there hasn't been any any cheating in the past what two years because obviously when they beat um the yankees with the buzzer thing that was 2019 i think but oh looks like uh we might have lost yep we lost rick so anyways it was pretty much at the end so we'll just we'll just get into the we'll see if he had anything else to say but We'll get into uh, what to watch for the NFL next week. You've got the Falcons and Panthers on Thursday, which is probably going to be a pretty good uh, championship or a game. Sorry, not championship, but a game on Thursday. Rick, am I back? Yeah, you're back now. Am I back? Oh yeah, we Woo-hoo! lost Rick real quick, but I, I was just telling him what to watch for NFL. Oh, I'll uh, be quiet. Fa- it's, you could t- Falcons and Panthers are playing Thursday night. Um, what actually looks like an interesting game because I don't know if you've followed the falcons but they and the panthers played really well against them two weeks ago i think chargers are playing yeah chargers are playing the 49ers on sunday night chargers are always kind of interesting but it's kind of like you want to watch them to see what they're going to fuck up like i'm surprised that they even won today um commanders and eagles are playing monday night and that could be interesting because it's it's a division game but eagles are probably going to win that one high and a key high and a key (laughs) Cowboys are playing the Packers, which originally didn't seem like too much of a game, but I'm hoping the Cowboys just steamroll them now. And uh, Cardinals at the Rams could actually be an interesting game. Those two teams are... Uh... I'm selling my tickets. <laughs> I've already decided. I'm selling the rest of my season. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I've How about this one? Vikings at Bills. Woo! Let's do this. Isn't that... That's isn't going to be a game. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then the, there is actually a game in Germany Sunday morning, Seahawks and Bucks. Which, uh, Geno Smith. You should just say Geno Smith and Bucks. <laughs> Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. Walker's pretty good there, running back. I don't. DK Metcalf's there, too. But do, does any of that matter with that, Geno Smith? It's <laughs> <Guess> not. <laughs> Geno Smith. All right, Rick. Do you, do you got anything anything to say? Um, Else well, that you haven't? I know I don't get to get on as often as I want to, and I hope that I can get back on more frequently. Um definitely i'm traveling a little bit this month obviously with the holidays but hopefully in december i'll get to spend a little more time with you guys and yeah. preston preston definitely knows that like i had mentioned at the top of the show and we had mentioned on uh, take warning um we are not rebranding but reconfiguring and we're becoming a little we're, we're evolving from that live show and the shenanigans and preston's actually working on a big project with me so i hope you guys stick around it's going to be a little while uh, but there is going to be a big project coming out next year um, that I hope you guys like. And Preston, uh, I'm sorry that I just gave you extra work, you know, a few <laughs> weeks ago. But we're going to do this, and it's going to be very, it very interesting. It's tailored around sports. Um, but I don't want to get into the details until I yeah, get no, like no details until. Um, yeah, that's well, it. I got it. Other than that, be good people, and uh, you know, I don't know. Don't about cook. You. Don't cook n- <laughs> bacon <laughs> naked. My team sucks. That's it. That's what I have. My team sucks. It's okay. We've all been there, Rick. It's all and right. And that's every sport. I don't even have to name the sport. Just my team sucks. Just just 
a little you can't say that the Dodgers suck when they won 111 games. I know that uh, they flamed out in the playoffs, but you just can't. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> well, don't worry cuz we got LeBron will always be number 1. <sighs> All right. Thanks for coming on with me. Really enjoyed it. We'll see you all next week. Go Vikings. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Instagram at Take Warning Sports. Email us at twallthingsports at gmail.com. Download and subscribe our podcast on all your favorite podcast streaming sites, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. Visit our Take Warning Network at takewarningpod.com.